Hey, it's Nikki. I am the host of the 10 Minute Mom. I'm the owner of the 10 Minute Mom blog and I'm a life coach. And today it's just me. There's no guests, but I'm talking about something that's really important. And I think all mamas need to hear this. And that's about self-love. So we know that this time of year, we're in February, we are thinking about Valentine's Day and what we can do for our kids and our partners and everyone else. So I'm not going to give you tips on that because honestly, you've probably already thought of the ways to make it special for your families, to make them feel loved and to do little treats and special things for them, right? But what happens a lot of the time is that we forget about ourselves and we put ourselves last. So between kind of forgetting about ourselves and then societal pressures to, you know, have the perfect house, the perfect balance of career and family, uh, to keep up with trends and all the other stuff in between. There's just way too much pressure. And what happens when we don't focus on self-love is it leads to burnout and decreased mental health. So I'm sure you can think of times that you have just been pouring into other people, uh, whether it's your kids or your partner or your work or your friends or whatever it is, but you've been giving so much of yourself that you forget to take the time to love on yourself. And when we do that, we get to burnout. So things like feeling overwhelmed and stressed and just like you're running on empty. It's really not good. And it also can impact your negative, your mental health in a really negative way. So the importance of this is massive. And there's also studies that prove when you take better care of yourself, your mental health improves and your relationships with your family and your kids and other people that you're spending time with also improves. So it's really important. So I'm going to talk today a little bit about why it matters, some of the struggles that we have, obstacles, and then I'm going to give you 10 ways that you can improve your relationship with yourself and take some time for yourself. So let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about are the struggles because there's lots of different reasons why we don't make time for this and it's not a priority. But one of the biggest things is self-doubt and guilt. So let's talk mom guilt. I know I've been there many times, I'm sure you have too, where it feels like taking that time for yourself is taking away from your family, that you could be doing something else for them or it feels a little bit selfish, right? I'm sure you can think of a time that you have felt that way. And the reality is you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to take care of yourself first. And then there's also the reality that life is really demanding. I'm sure you can think of a list that's a mile long that you have going on right now, you know, between managing kids' schoolwork and social and extracurriculars and work and partners and you know, a household, the laundry never ends, all of the things, okay? It's really easy when that list is so long. I think what a lot of moms do is it gets pushed and pushed to the bottom of the list. So it's important to not push it to the bottom of the list and realize how important it is to your mental health and your well-being. And I really think that moms are the leaders of our families. And if we are not feeling loved and taken care of and nourished, 
it's really hard to turn around and do that for your family. So this is something that I have personally struggled with. I've talked to so many moms and sometimes they don't even understand when they're talking about, you know, feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and their stress levels are high. They don't always make the connection between self-love and self-care and those, you know, kind of negative feelings that they're having and struggling with. So to tell you a little story, I can go back to, well, I think it was 2018, we'll say maybe 19, but at that time my kids were pretty little. They were four and five. Um, and I just had this like hero attitude. So one, I struggled with asking for help um, from anyone or accepting help because sometimes it was offered, but I didn't feel good about taking it. Maybe you're like that as well. Um, and I had this like hero attitude of, I wanted to do it all. I wanted to be the mom that could juggle everything. And I had this like ideal in my head of what that looked like. And the reality is it's not sustainable to live that way. And it led, led to my own burnout. And actually, I think it's funny. Sometimes um, the universe acts in mysterious ways. And if you're not getting the message, if you're not listening to your body to slow down and take care of yourself, then sometimes something bigger happens. And I had an accident with my daughter. Um, it was just something silly. We were in a pool and she jumped. I was going to catch her off the edge of the pool. At the same time, I looked away to watch um, my friend's little guy and she jumped into me. And when I say she jumped into me, it was like full force. Um, sh she hit my face. She ended up needing stitches on her chin and I ended up with a concussion and almost needing a root canal. So talk about forcing myself to just stop and take care of myself. So that's kind of an extreme story. But the point of it is that taking care of you in small pockets of time regularly helps you avoid those big disasters and those big things. And obviously that story it was an accident what happened, but I really do believe if you're not listening to those little those little voices and nudges, then something bigger will happen to force you to stop and take care of yourself. Let's talk about overcoming struggles then. So there's different things that you can do to help you shift and reframe your thoughts around taking that time for yourself because, you know, the mom guilt has to go, you have to drop it. So something that can help are affirmations or a personal mantra. So saying something like, I am worthy and deserving of taking care of myself or doing this thing is a great place to start. Or when I take care of me, I'm a better mom, partner, fill in the blank. So something that's short and sweet that you can run in your head and say it to yourself often. The next thing you can do is set boundaries. So a common issue that I hear from other moms when I'm working with them is boundaries around sharing responsibilities. So we all hear the stories about dad going to golf for the day or having this activity or having, you know, this other thing and the moms are feeling burnt out and stressed. But the reality is you need to make your needs known. You need to share that with your partner because sometimes they don't know they don't realize they're not mind readers. So to say, you know, maybe it's a certain time of the week, maybe when they come home from work, if you're a stay at home mom and you need a little bit of that transition time, you know, 
is starting to set boundaries and have good communication within that relationship and asking and sharing your needs. And then it's also setting boundaries around things that people are asking and needing from you. You know, our kids don't have to be in a million different activities. You don't have to be on the parent council. You don't have to say yes to those extra hours at work or those extra projects. There are so many times in life that it truly is a choice. And we forget that how we let people treat us is how they will treat us. So if you don't put up those boundaries and say, I leave at this time, I am not available for that project, I am not interested, or just no, then you'll keep getting roped into things that take up your time that really don't serve you. So really think about how you can start setting boundaries because that's gonna free up your time. Only say yes to things that are high priority. And that's that could be a whole other episode of figuring out and gaining clarity about your values and your goals and all of that. But I would start there. Another thing is to ask for help. I think maybe you're like me or the other moms that I've worked with, but sometimes it's hard to ask for help and sometimes it's hard to admit that we're struggling. But talk to any mom. We all struggle. None of us are perfect. This background behind me looks nice. My house is messy. And, you know, sometimes you just need a hand. And maybe that's, you know, taking the kids so you have a little bit of time. Or maybe it's running an errand or helping you get something organized or sorted. Okay, but asking for help. There are people in your life that want to help you. And maybe you don't believe that. Or maybe you've had a scenario before where you've asked for help and you haven't felt supported. You will find your people or there are people already that truly do want to help and support you. But, you know, if you're good at putting on a front that everything's great and you're doing fine and you're like rock star mom, no one's going to offer it because it looks like you're doing great. It doesn't, it looks like you don't need help. So ask for it. Another way to overcome your struggles around self-love is knowing your signs of overwhelm before they start or before it happens. So think about the times, go back in a memory of maybe when you felt burnt out and just done and think about leading up to that. What were some of the things you started to notice and how you felt and how you reacted to things and how you behaved? Think about things that were going on in your life at that point. Were you packing your schedule really full? Were you taking time for yourself? Did you have a routine? So go back and think about those scenarios so that you understand your own signs of overwhelm. Because honestly, we're all different. Different things trigger us. Different things, you know, some of us handle with ease and others, it sets us off, right? So understand those things first. And then the last thing I'll say about overcoming struggles around this is finding some self-acceptance and some self-compassion because when at the end of the day there are things that are just out of our control we can't fix it we can't manage it and I think it's important that we learn to accept the stage of life that you're at yes you can always improve and I share so many tips about that but accept that maybe this is where you're at accept that maybe you won't have 
that perfect image that you thought you might have or your ideal that you hold and be compassionate to yourself. I think saying in those times that you're doing something that maybe you don't love or you're just feeling like you're doing the same thing over and over, like picking up after your kids, <laughs> reminding yourself that this is important. You know, even these little small things, they are important and you're doing a good job and you are a good mom. Okay, so let's get into 10 ways that you can love yourself more. And I'm going to share 10 different activities. And what I'll say about this is you have your own story, your own needs, your own things. So when you're listening, the one that seems easiest to you is the one that I want you to start with. And if something kind of like stands out to you, go with that or build on it. If there's something that's like a hard no, don't force yourself to do something because that is not loving to yourself, okay? So the first thing is gratitude journaling. And this is something that I talk about often because it's really powerful. And the reason that it is powerful is because you are training your brain to look for the good. Now, if you don't wanna journal, that's cool. You can reflect in bed at the end of the day or in the morning before you get out of bed. And I challenge you to think of three things that you're grateful for and specific things, like not my family and the sunshine. It's like specific things that you can really feel like a funny conversation that you had with someone or, you know, how your coffee cup feels so nice in your hands this morning, something like that, that really you can feel and you get excited about. And the other thing that you can do if you want to involve your kids, and this is something that I do with my kids, is that at the end of the day, we talk about what the best part of our day is. And it's funny, some days, that's hard, right? Some days, if you've had kind of a crummy day or you've been pushing through and it's been busy, busy, it can be difficult. So stopping and pausing at the end of your day to think about what was good and making that a routine means that you're teaching yourself the next day to start looking in your day of what's going really well. And that's a way that you can take care of yourself and love on yourself a bit. Number two are affirmations. And this is a great tool to use because again, it's retraining your brain. You're teaching yourself to speak in a different way to yourself. So you can do written affirmations. You can post them up on your mirror so that you see them often. You can have it in the background of your phone. You can set yourself reminders so that you see it often. Or coming back, you can have like a mantra. So something that is just short and sweet that you can think of throughout the day easily so you're not memorizing it. But a tip I'll give you about affirmations is you have to be able to feel into it. So if you say, you know, I am, you know, a multimillionaire, <laughs> and immediately your brain's like, uh, no, you're not, then that's not a good affirmation for you because you're going to just fight yourself. So start with something that is more simple and then you can build up to that. And in this case, because we're talking about self-love, um, saying that you're just a good mom, reminding yourself that you're a good mom. And I actually had a great uh, kind of scenario a couple years ago. I remember standing outside, dropping my kids off at school, and it was a really cold morning. And my kids had fought me and they didn't want to wear their snow pants. So I was 
like fine whatever don't wear your snow pants and then they were waiting to go in and my daughter looked so cold and I felt so bad which is crazy because she had the opportunity she had them with her and uh she stood outside for like what three minutes but I felt that mom guilt I felt terrible and I was talking to a friend about it and she was kind of like you're still a good mom like it's one thing so reminding yourself that you're still a good mom that could be an affirmation for yourself as well the next tip I'll give you is to move your body so all of these that I'm giving you are like 10 minutes or less nice and simple but move your body whether that's putting on some music because you're cleaning your kitchen and you want to dance it out a little bit I do it every night <laughs> you know that helps you raise your energy and raise your vibration and helps you feel good um, or you could do a quick workout a yoga session, a walk, whatever it is, but do something that makes you feel good in your body. The point of this is to help you feel connected to yourself and feel loving towards yourself. So don't choose something that you're going to be like, hate this because <laughs> that's not going to work. Do something that's fun. Number four is daydream. I was going to say meditate, but I know meditation is something that if you do it, you love it and you, you're all in. But if you don't, it's a tricky thing for people to get into and that might be a stretch. So I'm going to say daydream. And when I say daydream, I mean, spend 10 minutes and let your brain go and think about your ideal life and how you would feel. Like if you could just have whatever you wanted for 24 hours and it would go however you wanted, or say, you know, you were suddenly a millionaire or billionaire, whatever it is, think of your day starting at the beginning how would you wake up? Where would you be? Who would you be with? How would you start your day? What kind of activities would you do in your day? You know, what car would you drive? Would you go on vacation? Would you be giving back to your community or writing a book that you've always wanted to write? At the end of the day, how would your day wrap up? What kind of rituals would you have? Who would you be saying good night to? All of these things. But let your brain go and think about that and let yourself feel good about it. I think so often what we do, and this is another one we'll get into, is we spend time when we have gaps of time, instead of doing something for ourselves, we get right into scrolling on our phone or thinking about the next thing. So letting yourself pause and think about what you want in your ideal life and letting yourself feel really good about it is a great way to take care of yourself the next thing is treat yourself and savor it so like a sensory experience so think of maybe there's something that you really enjoy maybe it's a nice cup of tea that's like a little bit fancy that you save for things uh, maybe it's a really nice piece of chocolate maybe um you know curling up in a cozy blanket or getting into the tub, having a candle. Think of how you can engage your senses and really enjoy that and be present in the moment. The next thing is to go outside. And I'm Canadian. Right now our winter is not very wintry, so I can't complain. But I know certain times of the year is tough. But it is proven that getting outside even for a small amount of time really boosts your um, mental health and your energy levels and it really helps you feel good so again taking care of yourself 
getting out, whether it's a walk around the block, or there's a trail that you like to hit, or you're just going to sit outside and let some sunshine on you, whatever works for you. But getting outside for 10 minutes is a really great way to mix up your day and connect with yourself. Number seven is do something creative or do something that you love. So I know often we talk about creativity, but if you, you don't feel like you're a creative person or you don't like tapping into that side of you, just do something that you love. And I don't know what that is for you, um, but whether you just like to draw or paint, or maybe you like to take pictures, maybe you like to uh, craft. Um, but if you don't like anything like that, then think of something that you do like. What is a hobby that you have? And if you don't have a hobby, that's okay. I feel like lots of moms don't, <laughs> and we need to reconnect with that part. So finding something that's an activity that you can do that brings you joy is a great starting point. And if you're looking for ideas, um, honestly, this kind of sounds crazy, but use ChatGPT. Go on ChatGPT say kind of like a list of things that you do like as a prompt and say, give me some ideas of things that I can do and you will get lists of things. So take that time though, to do something that you love because getting started sometimes feels hard, but if you make that a bit of a routine, um, it feels so good. And that's my, my, one of my favorite things to do is I like to paint. I'm not great at it, but it's a really nice way for me to just let go and get into flow and be super chill. Number eight for self-love is to unplug. So if you do that for 10 minutes, maybe more if you can, if you can do an hour, that would be amazing. And maybe this is something that you do in the evening or throughout your day when you're feeling like you're maybe getting a little bit stressed out, but unplugging. Instead of in those moments that we have a little gap, and picking up our phones and scrolling mindlessly, and I'm guilty of it too, I totally do that. But instead of doing that, just unplug. So whether you sit quietly and you just enjoy that silence for a few minutes, allow yourself to do that. Because sometimes too, that's when we can connect with our thoughts a little bit more and better understand maybe what we're stressed about or what we would could do to feel great or what we're looking forward to if you just let there be some silence. Another thing that you can do when you unplug is to take that time to connect with your family. We love in the evenings to sit down for like 15 minutes even. Um, maybe it's coming or going from sports or activities or just on a quiet night. But before, you know, the kids want to hop on screens or whatever, we love to just sit down and connect as a family and play a game. So sometimes we play board games, sometimes we play cards, sometimes we play dice, but even just 15 minutes helps us connect and check in and everyone is off their screens and it's amazing. And often, sometimes there's pushback. Sometimes the kids don't feel like it. Most of the time they actually really like it, but sometimes there's pushback. But then once they get into it, almost every time we play another round or another game um, and it's a lot of fun. So that's a great way to involve your kids when you're unplugging. Um, if you want to unplug and just have peace and quiet, I understand that too. Uh, reading is a great way to do that or listening to a podcast, um, something that kind of fills your cup. Number nine, self-love tip is to declutter. Now, I'm not saying clean your house because to me that doesn't say self-love, but declutter because I don't know about you, but when my house is chaotic, 
or I'm surrounded by things that make me feel bad, that brings me down. So when I say make me feel bad, um, if it relates to like a memory I didn't love, or if it's maybe like worn and looks tired and makes me feel like less than, I don't keep stuff like that. Um, I know when my space is tidy, I feel better. So I challenge you to declutter. Think about what you can get rid of so you can have open space. If that's something that you know that makes you feel good um, or declutter in the way of things that make you feel uh, less than reminds you of a bad time or a bad relationship um, makes you feel like broke. You know what I mean? Like things that are broken or aren't working or worn out, get rid of them because you don't want to surround yourself with things that make you feel crummy. And that leaves space for new things to come in. And number 10 is count your wins. So I think you should do this every day. Count your wins. What did you do well today? What went right? And it doesn't mean perfect. It means maybe you did something that was your best. You know, maybe you entered a race and you didn't come in first and that's our typical win, but maybe getting through it was the goal and that's a win for you. So thinking about what you did that you can say, yeah, I did that. And on a bigger picture too, um, <laughs> I think of that audio that's on trending on TikTok or not trending anymore, but uh, I, the one that's like, I want to thank me. I want to thank me for believing in me. You know what I'm talking about. Um, but do that for yourself and say it like out loud. Thank yourself for what you have done because at the end of the day, no one knows what you've gone through, what you've experienced, what you've accomplished. None of us know that. We know like bits and pieces of your story for your friends or family, but no one knows what you've done. No one knows that it was you that got yourself out of bed. It was you that had the conversation. It was you that fell down and failed and got up again. So take a few minutes and thank yourself for all those things that you've done that no one sees and you're never going to get, uh, you know, like applause or appreciation for those things. The only person that you, that can give you that is yourself. So take time, thank yourself and count your wins. I hope these 10 different ideas for self-love will work for you. And again, pick one, start with one. Set a timer for 10 minutes. You are so worthy of time like that. And what will happen over time is when you make it a habit, you're going to start to see the positive impact when you feel taken care of and you feel loved and you appreciate yourself. You show up differently in the world and you show up differently with your kids and your or your partner or in your work or with your family or your friends or in your community. It all starts with you. So I encourage you to try it, start it. And on Valentine's Day this year, give yourself some love. Take time for yourself. Don't just make it about everybody else. Take time for you too. But let's wrap things up. I believe in you. You are worthy of living a life that you love and taking care of yourself and giving yourself some self-love. Just give yourself 10 minutes. Bye, guys.
Before you go, I just wanted to say I hope that you'll check out the blog, the10minutemom.com, and if you'd like to work one-on-one -on -one with me, let's connect. And a little disclaimer, I'm not a therapist or a doctor. This is for entertainment purposes only.